You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Can you believe what you saw on Saturday? Folks, it's not a dream. It was real. Arkansas defeats Texas 40-21 to in Fayetteville. And honestly, it wasn't even that close. The final score was not a good indication of how much of a blowout this game was of epic proportions. And for once, for once, you, Razorback fans, were on the beneficial side of it. You were the team that dominated. You were the team that went out and played four quarters. You were the team that took care of business and had all the hype, all the energy, all eyes on you. Everybody was watching this game, waiting on you to see what you were going to do, and you didn't disappoint. You brought it. You didn't let the moment get too big for you. You did not let the Texas name get too big for you. You went out and played your game, and now you are sitting at 2-0 and with a top 25 ranking after mollywhopping the Texas Longhorns in Fayetteville in front of one of the biggest crowds in Razorback Stadium history. Think about that. Think about how far you have come and how incredible it is to see what Sam Pittman is doing in year two, to see the jump of improvement from week one to week two, to see what this team is all about. That is the Razorback football team we've always wanted to see. Folks, it's just incredible. What Sam Pittman is doing in year two is incredible. And I, it's just nice to be able to watch SEC Network or to go on ESPN.com or you know go to these national college football websites or television shows or whatever it is and see the Arkansas Razorbacks being praised, being credited, being talked about in a major positive way. People to start saying, I don't want to play this team, man. This team's real. This team's legit. Like that's happened. That's what's going on right now. You didn't get lucky. You didn't just get a a good break. You won the game because you were the better team, and you showed you were the better team for four quarters. Uh, The the absolute incredibleness of of what's going on can't even put it into words. I don't even know why I'm doing this podcast right now because I'm not going to be able to do it justice by putting it into words. But what I do know is that in year two under Sam Pittman, you're starting to see exactly what he is trying to build. And he's building it in the right way. And I thought 247 Sports did a really good job of describing what, uh, what Arkansas and Sam Pittman are doing right now and why it's a working formula. But it's like, I see other coaches, first year, second year, third year head coaches, relatively new head coaches around college football that were hired at particular schools for a lot more money. And had a lot more experience and had a lot more praise being heaped upon them because of who they were and who they hired. Florida State, for for example, you know, Mike Norvell going down, that was a oh, big time hire. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. You know, Steve Sarkeesian right now at Texas. You know, Mike Leach at Mississippi State, which, you know, the jury's still out on him. But, you know, these are guys that people 
gave the benefit to when you hired Sam Pittman saying, well, they got Sam Pittman, but these other coaches are much better. These coaches have been in better positions and are going to be more successful at their respective schools. And Arkansas hired this guy that nobody knows about and, you know, has never been a head coach before and all that. And you know what Sam Pittman did in response to that? He didn't care. He didn't care. He's like, all right, well, we're just going to go to work. And he walks into a team. And he's like, all right, guys, this is what we have. And I want you to be here. I chose all of you. Do we want to be successful? All right, then let's get to work. He brought in a lot of great and respected coaches, assistant coaches. And pretty much told him, all right, I'm going to let you guys do your thing. I have a system in place. I have a, a way I want to see this team play. I know what I want. You all fit the mold of what I want. I'm going to let you do your job. So let's get to work. I mean, that's pretty much what has summed up Sam Pittman. Not a bunch of flashy hashtags and funny social media moments. Nothing to the point of where he's trying to stand out in some silly way or trying to garner the attention of barstool sports or anything like that. Not using emojis and, and, and you know trying to be goofy about anything. No, that's not his style. His style is going to work. Putting in the effort. Putting it together. That's the culture change. It's nothing he said. It's nothing Sam Pittman has said or that he told the media or told fans that he wanted to do that developed that toughness and that culture. It's simply put that he went to work. And you're seeing that work pay off right now at Arkansas. Texas was a more talented team than Arkansas. They got more four- and five-star players. They're probably going to have more NFL players than Arkansas on their roster. But you wouldn't have known that on Saturday. You wouldn't have known it. Arkansas won that game on Monday. They won that game throughout the week with their game planning, their preparation, their energy, their ideology, and how they knew that they were going to do what. Their execution of that game plan was flawless. And it is insanely exciting right now to be a Razorback fan. This is a team, even though it's two games into the season, you can tell, we can tell, everybody who watches football can tell. This ain't, this ain't a Chad Morris Razorback football team. This isn't a Brett Bielema football team. This football team is going to cause problems for other teams. This is a team that's not going to get beat out or smoked by anybody in conference. They're not going to allow it to happen. And Sam Pittman is doing it bigly. He's the reason why this is all happening the way it's happening. Better get on board this hog train there, Razorback fans. This is just the beginning under Sam Pittman. I firmly believe that. And if what I saw Saturday is any indication, they're not done. They got a lot more coming up in the next 10 regular season games, especially once SEC play takes into play. But I can't wait. I can't wait. I know you can't wait. And it's all going to be happening and all going to be going down. We're going to talk about some of the elements of the game, too, uh, here in just a second. But college football fanatics, which you all are, have you heard about prize picks? It's, it's your daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will, too. Prize Picks offers every sport you can think of, like NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, I mean, everything. 
and they offer more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-majors that you might have or maybe you haven't heard of them. All of your users that deposit and your user promo code will receive a 100% deposit and matching up to $100. It's as simple as that. You pick two to five players and an over and under in their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, and they offer safe and fast withdrawals for every need that you have. Promo code is locked on. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, so continue to talk about Arkansas versus Texas and, and some of the elements that I really liked about it. You know, there is a lot to like about a game that you win in the fashion that you win in, 40 to 21. But the way that Arkansas won between the offense and defense was a pretty simple thing. And what I mean by that is like Arkansas dominated offensively and defensively on the lines. They got the push on both sides of it. Arkansas's offensive line opened up some great holes and even got it to the point to where not only did Arkansas have four different running backs score a touchdown in this game, not only did KJ Jefferson have 10 carries for 73 yards, but they had 47 carries for 333 yards. You know what that average is? 7.1 yards a carry. 7.1. That is insane. That's video game numbers. And Arkansas had that push on the offensive line and had the running backs making great decisions and hitting the holes hard. That's big time. It's so big time that K.J. Jefferson, he went 14 of 19 for 138 yards. He did have a pick, which I don't even blame him for. That was just a great play by the defender. But you didn't need him to go out there and, and ball out. You didn't need him to go out there and just throw for 400 yards and try to win the game. When you have that type of rushing attack going at that tie of clip, you ride that. You don't stop that. You keep that going. And that's exactly what Sam Pittman and the Razorbacks did. I mean, just what a performance. And the thing is, is those three running backs or three of the four running backs that scored a touchdown are freshmen. A.J. Green, Rocket Sanders, Dominic Johnson, those are freshmen that scored those touchdowns. Traylon Smith had a touchdown too. Not only that, but you got to see a little bit of Malik Hornsby in there at the very end of the game. Like, Texas had no answer. And that final touchdown drive where Arkansas just put it out of reach in the fourth quarter when A.J. Green scored his touchdown from 30 yards out. That final drive... Arkansas didn't throw the ball once. They didn't throw the ball once, and they marched down the field, play after play after play, because they wore out Texas. And they're like, we don't even have to pass this ball. We don't have to do anything with it, but just feed it to our running backs and our quarterback and make them pay. And that's exactly what Arkansas did. They made them pay. Just, it's sexy. Like, that is sexy. To be able to not only win the game, but impose your will on a team to step on the throat and finish them off by doing it on the ground. Because ground shows physicality. The run game requires the most physicality. 
not finesse, not decision-making, not play-calling. It just straight-up shows who's the more physical team, and Arkansas proved that play after play, drive after drive in this game. But they didn't do it just on the offensive side either. The defensive side of the ball was able to bring it in another level too. I mean, you held them to 21 points, and when you see that, it's like, oh, well, I mean, it's not the greatest. But at the same time, folks, one of the touchdowns Texas scored was on that K.J. Jefferson pick. It got him in a short field. Another one of those touchdown passes or those touchdowns was made on a drive where it was third down and long, and Arkansas roughed the quarterback. So you take away that penalty. Who knows? Maybe it just turns to a field goal, something like that. But you were in a good position there. And the final touchdowns in garbage time. I mean, you could have, if Arkansas wanted to, they, I mean, they could have won 63-7 to if they wanted to, and if they could have. But the defense just continues to show out. I mean, Hayden Henry, this kid, SEC Defensive Player of the Week, 15 tackles for him. He was everywhere, especially on those three, uh, those a few fourth down stops. That one, I believe, uh, in the third quarter where he just blazed in there and, and got the hit. And it's funny because he had Hayden Henry, Grant Morgan, Bumper Poole, all with double-digit tack- d- tackles, and all of them are linebackers for Arkansas. Catalan added in eight tackles as well as Joe Fouché with eight tackles. John Ridgway was another big-time guy. Six tackles for him, one sack. You got to see why uh, people are so high on him. But he was just – he was great too. The defense just brought it on the front end, and they were able to just be more physical. They held Texas's rushing into check. I mean, B. John Robinson, that guy that everybody was talking about, he had 19 carries for 69 yards. That's 3.6 yards a carry. They ain't going to cut it. And then finally, when Texas decided to change quarterbacks because Hudson Card was not doing well at all, he had, it was 8 of 15 for 61 yards. Casey Thompson comes in. He's 5 of 8 for 57 yards, a little better, but he also rushed for seven carries for 44 yards. Who knows, maybe if they would have started him at quarterback, maybe that would have caused more problems for Arkansas, but that doesn't matter now, now does it? Arkansas got the victory. They're the ones celebrating right now. They're the ones having a good old time. And Texas is over there sitting out, okay, what's next? How do we get out of this? And, uh, yeah, what do we need to do? Isn't that humbling to those Texas fans? I'm sure it is. It should be. Just because you're the best at the recruiting or you think you're the best in Texas doesn't mean you can walk into Fayetteville and get out of there with a victory. You're going to have to do a lot more than that. You're going to have to bring your A game when you join the SEC because this conference is, as of right now, out of your league. We're going to continue to talk about some of the celebrations that happened as part of the big-time victory with Arkansas and, of course, Texas here in just a second. But first, I'm going to tell you about sweat wipes. Sweat block wipes. If I can say that right, I'm sorry. Sweat block wipes. I don't know why I say wipes. It's not even a word. But either way, I've been using these things. They're actually really great. You know, everyone thinks things like deodorant is really easy. Just go to the store and buy you some deodorant. It doesn't matter. Well, that's not always the case. You know, you can find at times where even those deodorants that you like so much or that you say, well, I've seen a commercial on this. These are the best things ever. They don't last. You know, you're out there in the hot sun and maybe they're out there tailgating for the game against Texas on Saturday and you had sweat all over your shirt. And it's just kind of embarrassing. You don't want to be that guy when you're walking around going to tailgates and everyone sees your uh, your moist shirt. And no, it's not that you took a shower. Sweat block is stronger and more effective than clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go to bed and the next morning you wake up, wash and you go about your day without worrying about sweat. And that's guaranteed. I know this may sound too good to be true, but I literally only have to use one sweat block once or twice a week, and it keeps me dry the whole time. So if you or someone you love is dealing with this, 
you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com using promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I'm going to go ahead and (laughs) I don't want to call it change my mind, but I kept saying on Twitter and on my radio show and maybe even on this podcast about people saying of rushing the field against Texas and how I was like, well, I don't really like that. It doesn't seem right. It's, you know, it just seems kind of lame. And I don't know, like I was trying to look at it from the perspective of, you know, before the moment really built and to see it. But I also, in my own, you know, give myself a little credit, I also said that it depends on the moment. It should be not something you plan on doing. It just needs to be a moment that you feel is worth doing it at. And when I was there at the game on Saturday and going through the tailgating scene all day long and hearing Razorback fans and seeing Razorback fans and getting into that game and seeing that atmosphere at the game at the kickoff, And then how the game went and the energy that was just partying up in that stadium. I was like, okay, all right, you got me. Storm the field. Go for it. Get after it. Enjoy this moment. Because moments like this, games like these, they don't happen very often. And as soon as the students started rushing the field and the rest of the fans did as well, then I was like, okay, this was right. This was right. I loved it. Rushing the field was warranted that day. And Hunter Yurchek and the athletic department should be credited for saying, you know what, just let them roll. Don't try to stop it. Just let them do it. Let them celebrate. Let them have this because it's been far, far, far too long. And what a scene that was on Saturday night. The field was almost completely covered. Fans from young and old, it just didn't matter. Everyone was on that field. High five and taking pictures, drinking beers, apparently smoking cigs. It didn't matter. They were all about it. They were all having a great time. And they needed to. And they should have. It was by far one of the best things you'll ever see in college sports, and especially in Razorback football as well. He said, I know I was one of those that was not really all for it. I thought it was tacky and lame and all that, but I was wrong. That was something that needed to happen. Razorback fans deserve that. They did. I don't know if there'll ever be another moment where they'll have that anytime soon. Maybe if they beat number one Alabama at home or maybe something like that, I could see that happening too. But the point is, is that I was wrong. And it was great. You Razorback fans deserve that. You deserve to have that type of feeling, to be able to rush the field, to enjoy yourself, to party it up. Because as a football program, you've gone through quite the hell over the past few years. This was something to hold your hat to. This was something to remember. Never forget that moment, Razorback fans. And hopefully it's something that Sam Pittman and this team can build on in the future. Before we get out of here, i got to tell you about Built Bar, folks. It's so good. I, have, I use them every single day. I mean, right before my show, waking up in the morning, on my way out. 
I try out some of their nine delicious flavors to choose from because they're easy, they're convenient, they're healthy, and they taste amazing. 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and they are the way to do it when you're talking about protein bars. Don't go to the store and buy some of these cheap knockoffs that are like, oh, they taste great, but you look at the stuff and it's like, oh my gosh, they got like 100 million grams of sugar in it. Don't do that. Go to BillBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Using promo code LOCKED15, it's easy as that. 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 